Continuing on now, live from CPAC 2020 at the Gaylord Resort here in the shadow of the nation's capital, National Harbor, Maryland, of course. And uh, the the lineup is bigger this year. The attendance is up, and security is certainly of yesterday a headache for all of us trying to get through when the vice president was going to be in attendance. Tomorrow, uh, a bit tighter, the president will be here. Uh, my next guest has become uh, synonymous with uh, pushing back against um, liberals on campus, among other things. Uh, Cabot Phillips is the editor-in-chief for the Leadership Institute's Campus Reform. Cabot, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me on. Uh, good to have you here. I've seen you here wandering uh, the halls of CPAC, and, and obviously you've become somebody who's become a bit of a force, pushing back against um, you know encroachment on freedom of speech, uh, calling out the liberals for their, well, frankly, their dishonesty. Uh, tell me about this evolution. Where did you where did you put this together, and how have you gotten onto this trajectory? I think it's extremely important, by the way. Uh, how did you get here? Yeah, so for those who don't know, uh, campusforum.org, we're the largest college news site in America, and so we are an online watchdog. So we published uh, about 1,400 articles last year, going to have even more this year, exposing the liberal bias that's going on. So we have a team of full-time reporters and staff, as well as about 100 student reporters that spend all of our time uh, exposing what's going on in the classroom from administrators to professors to these mobs on campus. Any any example of, uh, you know, administrations pushing a liberal ideology, indoctrinating students, shutting down the free speech rights of conservative students, we are publishing news articles on that. These universities, they want to operate in the dark. And our, our best favorite phrase is, light is the best disinfectant. We are shining a light on what's going on on campus. And wouldn't you know it, a lot of these universities, they don't actually want people to pay attention to what's going on. They don't want parents to be made aware of what their kids are hearing, and they certainly don't want taxpayers to be made aware of what they're, uh, sure. they're funding. And so so I, I started out four years ago uh, as a student reporter on campus, uh, you know, helping write articles, get, get a start in, in media, and, and now kind of risen up to editor-in-chief now of the publication. And, and so, um, you know, we reach millions of people every month. Uh, exposing them to, to what their tax dollars are paying for. Sure, and, and Cabot, one of the things that you, um, I think, are very good at uh, is I've watched you do uh, many of these uh, question and answer with students on campus. Hey, what do you think about this? What do you know about that? Uh, students saying things like, America is not a great country, and you try to get them to explain themselves, and then they realize what a difficult position they're in when they actually challenge themselves to use their minds instead of just uh, regurgitate what they've been told to say and what they've been told to think. It becomes very entertaining, doesn't it? It must be entertaining for you as well. <laughs> it is entertaining at times, and oftentimes it's painful as well. And I yeah. think this is a symptom of these students hearing the same thing every day in class. And you, want to, you, you ask people, well, why is it a problem when you hear only one idea over and over and over? And I think the videos that we make display where these students, they, they do not know how to think critically. They do not know how to form their own opinions. And so the second they're challenged, they fold, they crumble. And, and their response now to challenging ideas is, well, I shouldn't have to hear those because they make me uncomfortable. Or I should not be exposed to that because, you know, that idea is too controversial or cringe. And, and that's what we're turning out and graduating. And so a lot of these videos that you mentioned, I'll go to campus and not try and make anyone look stupid, but simply try and get conversations started. And so many students have these very strong, very deeply held opinions. But when I simply ask them to explain it, when I go on campus and I interview people and, and start to peel back the layers of why they think what they do, 
becomes very apparent very quickly they don't actually know why they think what they do. And my favorite videos that we do are when I ask people about uh, opinions, and I tell them it comes from a certain politician that they might not like, and, and then I get their opinion and I reverse it on them. So, for example, I made a video filming them when the, when the uh, Republican tax plan came out. I told them, hey, Bernie Sanders just released a new tax plan. I want to get your thoughts on it. And I just read them line for line the Republican tax plan. And everyone said, this is incredible. This is common sense tax reform. This is going to help the little guy. This is why Bernie Sanders needs to be president. And I said, well, actually, this is, this is the Republican tax plan that, that you hated. And everyone says, well, that doesn't sound so bad. That actually sounds pretty good. And right. Trying to wake people up. So maybe all the things they're hearing in class aren't true. And trying to help students have those light bulb moments where they can realize maybe I'm being lied to. Maybe I'm not getting the full picture, and that's what we're trying to do at Campus Reform. And you're doing a good job. Cabot Phillips here, uh, the editor-in-chief for the Leadership Institute's Campus Reform, as it's called. You know, here I am looking at brand new polling again. Bernie Sanders, clearly the front-runner now. He has solidified his position with more polling coming out. Uh, right now, it, it just uh, between you and I and nobody else, I'm going to be voting for Bernie on the 10th of March because we have an open primary in Michigan. And I want to help Bernie. I, I do. I, I want Bernie to be the nominee, and I want to do my part to step up, Cabot. Um, but as, as he solidifies his position, and then you go out and you talk to these young people about socialism and say you, you, it means this or this or that, that's a revelation for them as well, isn't it, when they realize, oh, it's not all that great because they don't understand well, they- it. Certainly, and, and they think of socialism as compassion. And young people, especially college students, there, there's nothing better for them than, than virtue signaling and feeling like telling everyone else what they should be doing and feeling like they're you know, helping everyone in need. And those are all good qualities to want to have, but there's no basis in facts here where they, they hear the word free, they hear the word compassion and, and helping spread the wealth, and they say, that sounds good, I like that. The problem is they've never actually paid taxes, so they don't, they don't really understand what free means, and they haven't had any historical context talked to them in the classroom so they can see what socialism has done around the world. So they're quick to jump on board with it, and, and that's why I think you see polling data showing 70% of people under the age of 25 said that they would vote for a socialist candidate, and many of them have no idea what socialism is that's uh, right. or how it should be applied. I, I made a video uh, asking students, well, what do you think of socialism? Everyone said, it's great. I said, do you think millionaires and billionaires should be allowed to exist? And they said, certainly not billionaires, but millionaires have to give up you know, most of their money as well. And then I said, well, hey, what about the old socialist GPA policy? What, what, what would you think about giving up some of your GPA points to students that are lower down on the rung? And all the students say, well, no, I wouldn't do that. I, I, I stayed up all night to get Right, they don't get it. I have to share my grades. They don't you like got that it. one when it's applied to them. Yeah, they don't like equal treatment under the law, that's for sure. Uh, Real fast, 10 seconds. Where can people see what you're doing, see the videos, and have fun themselves watching? Real quick. So campusreform.org and our YouTube channel is Campus Reform. We'd love to to have you guys check us out. Cabot, keep doing what you're doing. It's a great service for everybody. We greatly appreciate it. It is. Cabot Phillips, everybody. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it as always. Thank you so much. Quick break on the Steve Gruber Show. When it comes to planning for your future, you want an advisor who understands your Christian values. Ameriprise Financial Advisor Craig Stiles offers financial planning based on biblical principles. He can help you plan for your goals in a way that is consistent with your faith. Call Craig Stiles today at 517-483-4893. Office is located at 2400 Lake Lansing Road, Suite B, Lansing, Michigan, 48912. Ameriprise Financial provides financial services without regard to religious affiliation or cultural background. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. 
Nation. Here's a bright idea. Get to your Roxor dealer today for $1,000 off a 2019 Roxor. Plus, a no-cost 40-inch KC LED light bar with its box steel frame and powerful turbo diesel engine. Roxor is a side-by-side workhorse that's ready to tackle every job you throw at it. Plus, you won't have to stop working when the sun goes down. For complete details, visit RoxorOffRoad.com to find your local dealer.